It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm a solid man. And I'm so brilliant. I got the south in my blood. And I'm gonna be here till I'm dead and well dead. Yes, welcome back to SENZ Trots Talk. This is uh, the Southern Man segment brought to you by Harness Racing New Zealand. The time we speak to our participants and try and help you out with a winner for today. Very successful horseman, as we know, is uh, Robbie Close, honing in on 500 driving wins. Uh, morning to you, Robbie. Good morning, Gregor. You right, mate? Yeah, excellent. Thanks, mate. Thanks so much for your time uh, this morning. I reckon on paper you've got a pretty strong book of drives today. Yeah, there's a few of them that are good, definitely good top three chances anyway. So, yeah, with a bit of luck, we'll be all right. All right, you're about an $8.50 chance to win the Drivers' Challenge. So let's whip through them. King Arthur in race number three, the Tenant Engineering Mobile Pace. This is, of course, John Coaster Hare uh, race day, where all of the races uh, are associated with his stable. A stable you've had good success with, and a couple of drives you've got for him today we'll get into shortly. But King Arthur looks a good chance. One thing we do know, Robbie... He can get off the gate pretty quick. Yeah, he can get off the gate pretty good. Um, he probably just didn't race it as up on the bit last start, so he ended up taking a trail, and he still got to the line pretty good. So, you know, if he races what he can do, and he'll he'll, he'll get forward early and be handy anyway. It's a twenty six hundred metre event today. He's predominantly performed over the nineteen eighty. Is that any concern the longer distance, or is it more about the type of run he gets? No, I don't think it'll worry him. He probably lacks that bit of high speed, so as long as we can keep bowling probably even quarters, you know, and try not make it a sit-and-sprint race, you know, um, yeah, he's definitely a good good chance anyway. All right, the perfect packaging pace is the sixth on the programme. Uh, Philip and uh, Christine Smith, of course, perfect packaging, big supporters of the John Coaster Howe team, and uh, John has a, a really... Decent chance in this, I would have thought, with uh, Arnold Lane. Uh, he also has, uh, did you shout the bar in the race? But Arnold Lane's done some good things in only his handful of starts to date. And he gets a wide front row draw here, which should suit him. Yeah, it should suit him down to the ground. And, you know, hopefully we can pull this one off. Um, be great for the owners because, uh, as you know, they're sponsoring the race as well. And they own the wee horse I'm driving. So... He hasn't gone bad race to date. His last start, he just put a long one in just when they, as soon as they sprinted, it probably cost him running a bit closer. So, you know, if he, if he does everything right and settles handy, you know, he's definitely definitely one of the better drivers of the day. All right, he's the son of Vincent out of Happy Heidi that they've had good success with. So he's about a $6.50 chance. Um, is he the sort of horse that can not only win a maiden, but once he really understands the racing game, he can win a few more times, Robbie? Yeah, I definitely think he can. He's um, he's only a green wee fella. He, his trials before he started lining up at the races were very average, and he's got to the races and just gone improved a lot more. So he's a horse that's going to be better in time, and he's only a wee fella, doesn't know a hell of a lot, but whatever he does this prep, he's going to be even better next prep and the prep after. 
All right, you're into race number seven with He's a Jackalack, again for Coaster's team. A winner three starts back at Timaru, and the last couple of runs have been handy enough. What sort of chance is he today? He's a bit similar odds-wise, around the $7 mark. Yeah, he's just been getting too far back in his races, as long as he um, it will be back off the front tape, so we should settle a lot more handier. And You know, he's definitely a top three chance with the right run anyway. Ambleside drives your drive in race number eight uh, is a seven or eight dollar chance. Uh, not able to win in twenty five starts to date, but she's always there or thereabouts. What about today? Yeah, she's a very tricky horse to drive. Um, I tried uh, back to the leading up tactics last week, and she was a bit below par, to be honest. Um, so yeah, with a with a cold shot at them, hopefully we'll be definitely there at the finish. All right, and Tom Brady, the last uh, we want to talk to you about today, this one for Matt Purvis. Uh, first up for him was second. Last start uh, finished in fifth or sixth position, a $15 chance today. Look, it's never easy off the unruly, but uh, it's a 2,000-metre uh, standing start event, so the key will be getting away, I suppose, Robbie. Yeah, his, um, his man has been pretty good since Matt's had him. Um, I drove him a few of the trials, and... Um he said, uh, he said, try and make him gallop at the trials, which was one thing I couldn't do. So, and he's brought his A-game manners to the races and just probably still hasn't been finding the line as good as what he should have his last start. But Matt's changed a few things around on him and, yeah, hopefully he'll be better for it. And, you know, if he trots all the way, he's definitely not without a chance anyway. Hey, Robbie, what's the best for our SENZ Trots Talk listeners? What do you reckon is the best chance you have today? Oh, I probably couldn't go far away from Arnold Lane and King Arthur. You know, the the way they've been going and the way the race is planned out, hopefully, you know, hopefully I can pull one of them off. And especially for Coaster, you know, he's, he supports me a lot. So, and those owners, you know, so it would be good to do one for them. All right. Really appreciate your time, Robbie. Go well. Cheers, mate. Thank you. All right, there he is, uh, Robbie Close, man honing in on 500 wins. Now a chance to catch up with uh, Kyle Cameron, who's uh, very kindly joined us on the line. Morning to you, Kyle. How you going, Greg? Yeah, excellent. Thanks, mate. Thanks so much uh, for your time. Uh, the reason, main reason I've got you on, well, your team's racing really well, and it's been a bit of a flashing light on a couple that are going uh, around today. How many are you uh, doing? How many do you have in work? And, um, yeah, this time of year, if you can get a fit horse and a horse that likes to find the line, it's the right time to be lining them up. Yeah, yeah, no, a couple of them have been hitting the line really nicely. Um, we're working 15, probably got a race team of uh, seven or eight. So, um, yeah, yeah, like you say, if they're fit at this time of year, you can sort of race them through the winter and um, hopefully have some success. Hey, Kyle, before we get into your chances today, you drove Maloo, a nice maiden winner last week for Nick Lalevra, horse that's got a bit of a future. Yeah, yeah, felt really nice at the trial, so I'm um, really pleased Nick um, stuck with me and uh, let me have the drive race day, and, um, you know, she felt really, really nice, and, um, yeah, she does have a bit of a future, I'm sure. Yeah, look, and that's one of the challenges for a guy like you, particularly when you've got your own team getting outside drives. It's not easy, is it? No, no, well, I'd been driving her at the trials and uh, a clash with one of mine, uh, her last trial, actually, but um, he'd said that, no, he could, I could drive at race day. So, um, yeah, that does prove sometimes it costs you a little bit when you've got your own team, but that's um, just all part and parcel of it. Yeah, of course it is. Let's get into your own team uh, today. Race number two, Opawa Peak, went round on Friday, but just got things wrong. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a peak and they can be a little bit mentally weak. 
Um, he, I put him in the mobile. He, he has a bit of trouble off the stand sometimes, so he's a little bit gets a, uh, a little bit pacey before he'll trot. So he's always been a little bit slow away. So uh, I trialled him at the in a mobile, and he and he was good. But uh, I guess first time uh, night trots fresh up, it, it just um, he rolled off the gate quite quick, but uh, yeah, pretty quickly into a gallop too. So I'd sort of foreseen that could happen. So I. I, I um, put him in today as well in a small field hoping that if we can trot away um, he's got enough ability to be there um, just uh, manners are the big key for him Alright, he's a $31 chance uh, in that race today wish you well with uh, with getting him away let's go to Starlight Gazer who actually thought went pretty good the mare by Pegasus Spur last time and can certainly pick up some money although again it's it's never easy off the unruly especially over the short course yeah, she um she went really nice first up, run second, and I took her to Timaru, and uh, I've had her in the same car her whole career. But she started hitting hitting the footrests and and got really keen and 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 just rolled into a gallop, and then I took her, so I put her put her further out in the cart, and she did the same thing at Eddington. As soon as the horses go past her, she um wants to wants to charge, and so I put extensions on her for last start. Thought we had everything right, and as soon as they run past her early, she tried to do the same thing. So. Uh, we put her on the unruly to try and keep her out of the early bustle, just because um, I think she's, you know, she's trotting good at home and, and feels really good. And, and yeah, like you say, went nice enough after a gallop last start. But um, seven unrulies, we're, we're unruly one, so there's every chance we're going to be. She actually steps quite quickly, uh, could be uh, punching up the fence early, which isn't really where we want to be. So <laughs> a little bit of a navigation to do early, um, to be fair. Yep. Yep, definitely. $14, though, not without a chance. Uh, neither are the next two horses. Vanderbilt, race number six, uh, takes its place there and was excellent, I thought, first up. Gee, hit the line exactly the way you would have wanted with this three-year-old by Always Be Mickey. How's he come through that? And therefore, what's his chances today? He comes into the outside of the front row, which is probably not the worst draw either. Yeah, he, um, nah, he's so laid back, that horse, he... Um Terrible track worker. If you work him on his own, you come in more tired than he does. And um, I always thought he's out of a better delight mare. I, I sort of expected he would lift race day and hoped he would, but you, you never quite know. And just the way things worked out, we had to punch into a 2,000 metre stand. And I was a bit, bit worried he'd get left behind early, and, and he sort of did. Um, he's a wee bit green off the tape. Um, but yeah, found the line really good. I think the 2 6 should really suit him today. I was looking forward to being one in the second row behind quite a sharp one of Bagri's. And um, uh, we've ended up. Yeah, with scratchings and ending up the outside of the front. So he's, he's never that quick away, so he'll probably um, end up a wee way back. But yeah, he'd only have to hit, like, hit the line like he did last week, and he'd have to be thereabouts, you would think. Yep, and style council in race number seven's in exactly the same uh, sort of position because found the line beautifully behind Major Memphis last time, one off ten. So again, you're going to have to have your uh, your hands on today, mate, to get the right sort of run. But that performance last time, punters have come for it a wee bit today too. Um, he can definitely win a race in his next few starts. Yeah, I sort of thought he was my best for the week. He um, yeah, he felt really really good finding the line behind Major Memphis. Um, I um, I probably heard. The, the speed was not that quick in that race and I went to the fence down the back. If, perhaps if I'd stayed off following that, I, I might have run second or third to it, to be honest. Um, he, he found the line really good. So, um, yeah, I, I think one one of ten is not too much of a concern. I, I think it'd be a pretty good show in that field, to be honest. All right, so we don't need to ask you what your best of the week is then, or the day. Yeah, no, that'll be style council. All right, really appreciate you coming on Trot's Talk uh, today. Kyle, congratulations the way the team's going. They are racing very nicely, and I'm sure there's some wins there at short notice. Go well. Thanks very much, Greg. All right, there is uh, Kyle Cameron.
uh, called Son of Ian and Jocelyn, and Ian's done a huge job over his entire career in harness racing. Kyle's uh, following on in his footsteps, that is for sure.